Sit down, son. Now, you see, the world is full of temptations. Temptations? Yep, temptations. They're the wrong things that seem right at the time. But uh, even though the right things may seem wrong sometimes, uh, sometimes the, the wrong things <laughs> may be right at the wrong time, or uh, vice versa. <laughs> Understand? about that henry (laughs) you don't know how happy that makes me if you know what that music is then you probably know me but welcome to laser time i'm chris antista we have with us henry gilbert hi and we oh wait i didn't get something for cheryl but um, oh terrible but introduce yourself (laughs) hi this is cheryl r.i.p maurice white del rosario true true and our very special guest Michael Grimm, number five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll, it'll become apparent later, I think. Um, yeah, this is... There it goes. Um, God, it's the cutest thing in the world. Ah, everybody, welcome to Laser Time, the Internet's fourth leading pop culture show. Uh, hopefully you got a little bit uh, from the headline of this episode and from those sound effects what this is about, but actually, I guess that doesn't give anything away at all. We usually cover a topic every week in pop culturedom. This week it is... Bad Disney covers. Oh boy! <laughs> and I got two. Like I love Disney. I'm a big Disney fan. But Nerd. we have two music really? people with this. <laughs> yes. Nerd. It, it could be. At, I'm guessing at least two people's first time listening. Other okay, than that, everybody enough. else is jumping off like rats on a sinking ship. They're all, they're all listening because of me. All yes. the new people are friends for me. <laughs> and all the, the Del Rosarios. Hey, you can't do a music show without CDR. It's wow. It's true. Oh god. It's true. Wow, that was <laughs> pretty great. good. You're welcome. If that was on the fly, Chris. Uh, <laughs> you're waiting. Um, you're waiting. This we're talking like, that. but uh, just I don't know how to talk about this because obviously I have a deep affection for Disney, but uh, Grim, you're the only one I, I might be curious about. A, I want to torture you, or B, I want to drag out some mainstream VHS memories of like Disney stuff. You have to okay. have some connection to these songs. I mean, um, anything before or after The Emperor's New Groove I'm a little dicing on. So Everything before. <laughs> so only it's the Emperor's only Emperor's The Emperor's That's all right. It's good. So it's solid. You hear that? Grim will go see your movie if it's got David Spade in it. Hey, I'm in. He's the guy. That guy's dick is That's, huge. This is the guy you want. And a talking llama. There's a talking llama in yep. there. He is yeah. a talking llama. <laughs> That's a fascinating movie because they retooled it and stigged it a whole... So anyway. Put him in the locker. <laughs> anyway, oh anyway, I don't want to get off on too much of that kind of rant here, but um, we have a bunch of bad covers. Cheryl's helped me out because a long time ago yes you pointed me to an album what was it called it was called deconstructed deconstructed with a d with a in d in all caps and the this. cover was like 3d pixel forms of mickey mouse mickey mouse, mouse. and uh, have you, be honest had you heard of any of the musicians on the soundtrack yeah there's had. actually it's actually pretty there's they got a bunch of like fairly heavy edm hitters so i <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Yeah. Heavy EDM hitters, y'all. Yeah, that's right. You inadvertently sounded 40. Now you know how it feels to be me. Um, but, that, like, I thought everything everything you showed me sounded kind of abysmal. I'd never heard of it any was, of it. It sounded like if, you were, if I wanted to scare my parents away with dubstep, 
I'm like, ooh, ooh, no, this one. This one. Yeah. This one right here. Yeah. Um, what was one of the songs? What was the original songs uh, that you had mentioned? Uh, there was a, a remix of The Circle of Life. The Circle of Life. And I, what I tried to do is gather up uh, information and the, a bit of the original track just to give you some context. Yes. Circle of Life from 1994's Lion King, written by Elton John and Tim Rice. Uh, here you go. It's great and small on the endless round. It's the circle of life. So... I'll go ahead and say, I'm not. I, I was kind of moving. I was getting puberty around the time Lion King came out, so I couldn't love it as much as this, I did. This story is, sounds like it's going to go to the worst place possible. <laughs> well, like I couldn't, I couldn't go back to the theater and watch it six times and watch it a ton on VHS when it came out the next year, 1995. But this opening is one of the best openings in yes. animation history. Period. I just found out that that you know that line they sing in the other language. They're yeah. actually, they're actually just singing, "Hey, there's a lion. There's a lion over there." <laughs> in another language. It's like, dude, that's I so great. No idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a great silent opening. They never do those. They do, and yeah. just a slam to the title, and then throws yes. you right into the story. It is beautiful. And I remember in film classes when you want to learn every a piece of every film technique, every kind of focusing, it's all there in the opening of The Lion King. Mm-hmm. But you gave me a song to cue. <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> so myself. this is a remix of it by Matt Zoe. Matt oh, I'm Zoe. actually, I don't know this guy. Do you know this guy, Grim? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know this guy at all, but let's see. It. Oh, boy. Oh, here comes, here comes. Here comes. Everybody take your ecstasy. And Molly. Yeah! Man, Ooh. If you don't have glow sticks already, I suggest you get them out now. Oh, man, I am floor punching at the club right now. <laughs> that's, that's sort of what I... I love these movies, and I love these songs. If you have more than four of these on any playlist of yours and you listen to them, you're a serial killer. <laughs> also, the video for this is pretty A-plus. It's official. It's, de- it's off the album Deconstructed. Imagine um, a dubstep video compiled with, like, retextured Lion King footage. Hopefully, yeah, I'll get, hopefully we'll get you through a, a lot of less cool songs. Um, should I, should I, I mean, this is not even the song anymore. We can stick with you. Want to stick with Lion King? Yeah. Well, um, you know what? The funny thing is that like I was at a club in um, in L. A. Like a few years ago, and they played a house remix of this song that actually wasn't bad. Wow. But we were dancing. We're like, wait, is that the Lion King? <laughs> like, oh shit! It's the Lion Damn King. right! Everybody grab a meerkat. <laughs> um, but we all. We also have written, also written by uh, Mr. Elton John. Which, by the way, I, I was researching this like worst Disney covers. I hate people on the internet so much because somebody listed as a Disney cover um, of Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Worst Disney cover ever, uh-huh. Elton John. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like, this, is, this is on the official wiki. Yeah. Like, oh. as, as worst Disney cover. Uh, you didn't hear uh, those are community room. moderated. Uh, Graham, it's all your fault. <laughs> it's all your fault. Play some of the credits, not a cover. It's in the no, they sing it during the movie. No, they sing this, but... This is from Tarzan, right? No, we'll get there. We will all get there. See? So first of all, if you're trying to guess bad musicians and make right. bad song puns, you're just spoiling the jokes that'll come up later in the show. I swear, I swear, this all gets way worse. This all gets way worse, but this is Candy for the Love Tonight, which is... Hilarious. We're all classic. singing. You know, we're all mentally singing along oh, right totally. now. It's awesome. Totally. I remember this awful, dumb video of like the, the Northern Lights with VHS promos displayed on them. Is Elton John? When this came out after Princess Die, you know, had her accident. I was just really moved. It was, like, <laughs> it was weird to see else, this right? in the film because it is like 
you're seeing two lions fall in love, so they still have to do the things people falling in love do in movies, but they're lions. They're, so they like lick each other's faces. Disney is the company that launched a thousand furries, a million furries. <laughs> yeah. So I Cheryl turned me on to this. Oh, God. So in other words, this is your fault. Because I don't want to make fun of this man. I said recently Lizzie got some tickets to a, a classic like a famous musician show, and I'm like right. Lady, Heidi, why don't we get tickets for that? And she's like, I saw him when he toured with uh, his album Smile yes. a few years ago. And he is insane, and there's clearly someone pushing him out on a stage, oh, and the real no. musicians play the whole time. <laughs> oh, and we already no. know. And if, there, if you wanted further proof of that, look no further than Brian Wilson's 2011 album, Songs in the Key of Disney. Wait for it. That is the worst album. Ever. Good day, and you feel the it's just, hey, let's make this song inferior in every single way. <laughs> it's your dad singing karaoke. That's oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Your karaoke, but, like, karaoke. but as, as a huge Beach Brothers fan. Beach Brothers. By, by the way, that Beach is Brothers, a, my favorite band. This is a callback. This is a callback to Brett's fuck up because he just okay, kept okay. rolling through it. Video game apocalypse. So when I was listening to the Beach Brothers, and I, I'm just like, I'm not going to wait for him to correct himself. This is too funny. Say it more than once. Uh, but Mario Beach Luigi. That is an inside Luigi joke. Beach I, did, I would not say that on purpose. Also on the album is another Lion King song. Oh, God. I fucking hate you. Beach Bros. You're here to be tortured. That's why I have to admit this right now. I'm sorry for this episode. I'm just going to keep apologizing. Well, don't apologize. That, we have that, listening parties God. all the time. Okay, that, that bit with, yeah, the Brian Wilson stuff is such a bummer because mm-hmm. he's he's just, he's been in a lot of trouble for a long time. And it yeah. just feels like, yeah, people are cashing. I mean, he chooses to do these things, mm-hmm. but it's also... Feels like a lot of people are holding him at metaphorical gunpoint. There's him and him and like Rocky Erickson, that guy from like 13th Floor Elevators and stuff, mm. were like two, I think, pretty clear like uh-huh. acid casualties from like the 60s and the <laughs> yeah. 70s, and they well, yeah, they kind of rolled out of it semi-confident. He's a child of yeah. abuse. I think a possible schizophrenic. Exacerbated yeah. by an unrelenting wave of psychedelics and psychotropic yeah. drugs yes. in the yeah. 1960s. I, I remember hearing the story about him doing. Him doing an interview like at a music festival with Harry Shearer, like Harry yeah. Shearer was going to interview him, and loves him, and he and Harry Shearer loves him, but they would just he would ask him a question, and then Brian Wilson would just freeze up and say, "I, I was told I'll just talk, and then and then I'll play my drums and I'll, I'll play the music." <laughs> oh. And I, I saw so Harry's I like, bad. "Yeah, See, I, I yeah, bad. you're right. We will do that. Yeah, it's." But that, but also he should. His manager should have been like, "You can't sing these." Like, but, but that's what Heidi said. It was so like distressing to see him play because he yeah. would clearly like kind of lose track and not remember what's happening. Remember, mm-hmm. I, I recommended a bunch of documentaries a while back. That Glenn Campbell one with he has Alzheimer's, oh. and he's he, and it's, it's the saddest last... thing I've ever seen on stage. Like mm-hmm. him, uh, someone didn't tune this right, and the band's trying to play to Going. keep the tempo, no. and he's like, "Nah, this sucks. Fuck, who stole my guitar?" Like oh, oh god, yeah, and that that was Heidi's description of seeing Smile live, like which I I love Smile, I love the bootlegs, I like mm. the official one. See, the thing is, people are so 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 willing to pay for the reunion tour mm. 20, 30, 40 Every years time. past its prime Every that it's time. just like no, we, we, history has said this is essential listening. Ergo, I will pay two hundred dollars for a uh, box seat. I I actually think it in the case of my parents, yeah. the boomers, yeah. they are literally paying for. <laughs> hey, dad. This is the last time you can ever see Prime. That's true. So, they may uh-huh. not. They this could is the die last next week. Time. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I'm but I mean, is, yeah. do you want to remember them like that? Yeah, that's like, not that's the, the, I don't yeah. know. Well, like, you, you rosy colored memories. You'll just all you know. A year later, when they're dead, you can just say, "I went to their last thing. I'm so glad I did." Like 
even if David Bowie would have sucked in his last concert, which reportedly he didn't in his final concerts, but he seemed like he was pretty yeah up to par. I think he stopped when he knew he couldn't do it anymore. Right. He, like his, I read this article about his last days, or really his last ten years of his career, and they talked about his last concerts that he had a heart attack during one of them. Really, Jesus, and Damn. felt like, and then he got back up and did. Uh, Space Oddity for the last time he'd ever do it live and then he was like oh I had a heart condition and I'm just going to be at home with my daughter she's three now and I'm just going to raise her forget going on tour but I wanted to be the person to say I could be there live to see David Bowie say meme school <laughs> meme school what the fuck <laughs> if anybody has any further context to David Bowie saying meme school it's my favorite video on the internet right now it's three seconds long <laughs> Meme school. (laughs) Uh, Can I I just say that I had to look up Brian Wilson because I didn't grow up listening to the Beach Boys. Oh, sure. (laughs) We are going to bombard you with the whitest music possible. I I was totally unaware of anything the Beach Boys did that wasn't surfing in a Cadillac in California (laughs) until like I was. Do you understand as a car person? Yeah, you'll be enthralled by Beach Boys lyrics. Their description of like I know like Little Deuce Coop, right? That's a Beach Boys song. There's like several of their songs that describe what's happening in an engine and like. What they've done to their mod kits. <laughs> you will lose your mind, well, Grim. Also, I Brian... shouldn't have to sell you on the Beach Boys in 2016, for fuck's sake. I, mean, like I, got... I was listening to other stuff. I got new appreciation. It was too white for me. <laughs> I, I got new appreciation for Brian Wilson watching the Wrecking Crew documentary, too, yeah. just because he works so closely with them. And also, just the story that the reason you hear all those other oldies that sound like a Beach Boys song mm-hmm. are, uh, are often because Brian Wilson just wrote more songs and his father's like hey, yeah. give it to somebody else like Janet Dean should sing that not you and I will make a quick video game reference so we can move on to the bad shit oh, please. <laughs> uh, but apparently they sampled uh, Deirdre which is a Beach Boys song in Earthbound it's uh, oh yeah, 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 like yeah. That, that, that soundtrack is all over the place like 60s cool. uh, 50s music but uh, let's move you want to say in the 50s sure 1959's uh, Sleeping Beauty mm. oh boy you know you I know. Now that's a classical composition. It is. That is yeah. From 1959, composed by Sammy Fain and lyrics by Jack Lawrence. Uh, well, Once Upon is, a Dream. There is no situation in which my natural life would find me listening to this song. <laughs> but but once I, upon I made a the dream. serial killer comment for a reason. Like, if you're riding around and this yeah. is playing out of your fucking Hyundai, yeah. like, if I had a necklace like of someone's like ears around me, I could but, see myself. But I love the song and I love it yeah. as it occurs in the I movie. I do too. But it is a it is a classical song too that they gave lyrics to. Mm-hmm. Like I remember listening to. Oh, I, I bought a I bought a easy CD of to go to sleep to, which is relaxing classical music. Yeah. And then this came up. I was like, "Wait, what? This is the Disney song?" And they're like, "No, this was a, hundreds of years before that." Oh, it was. Yeah, it oh. was for a Sleeping Beauty. I'm gonna look this up real quick. But uh, but Sleeping it, Beauty is rather old. Sleeping Beauty <laughs> is a fucking fantastic film, by the way. It looks great. And, and part of the reason I uh, one I was talking to Cheryl and we mm-hmm. were talking about the show, and I was like, we wanted to do this dumb Disney covers thing for a long time. Right. Two, Snow White just came out on blue. Blu-ray oh, yeah. again, uh, and I bought the first Blu-ray, um, back, uh, no, the first Platinum Edition on DVD, and one of those, you know, those awkward Chris, double explain. Disc, those a digitally versatile disc. Uh, no, 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 the Platinum thing. Explain the Disney Vault Platinum, platinum Edition. Uh, uh, yeah. they, you might remember back in the '80s when VHSs came out, and they wanted to sell you those VHSs again. They called them Correct. the Masterpiece Collection. Oh yeah. And then once they came out on Blu-ray, and like we know you all own this already, mm-hmm. and, and we know you're too dumb to understand widescreen and anamorphic format. and commentary. <laughs> so we're gonna like call it Platinum Edition. Okay. Uh, so the, the first, it was like the first Snow White's usually the first 
the first Disney movie on a new format that's oh. not a new film. Because it's the first Disney movie. It's from 1937, technically. Uh, but, yes, we've all heard... Uh, oh, no, no. What, uh, we were, we, sorry. So, Once Upon this, I'm a not, Dream... I'm not on Snow White yet. <laughs> okay, so Once Upon a Dream is sourced from the Tchaikovsky Ballet of the same name, Sleeping Beauty. And oh. it's the Garland Waltz. Is that where the lyrics thing. suck? Because they, 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 they rhyme once it. with once like three yeah. times. Well, yeah, I did once. But, yeah, but uh, it gets worse than that. So I thought about this because I looked at the new features in the Blu-ray and like, well, if it doesn't have the special Barbara Streisand version of Someday My Prince Will Come, <laughs> so then you, get yeah, the fuck out. Chris introduced me to this song, so I have Tim to blame for this one. <laughs> right. But I didn't. I don't have that. <laughs> Not a big Streisand. I I actually, <laughs> I have, I'll get to my Streisand when we leave Sleeping Beauty because it, that's when it gets real fun. Uh-huh. Um, but this is – we're still in Once Upon a Dream here. But, the, but what right. that did is like every time Disney released a DVD mm-hmm. – uh, they have so much money. They have so much Stupid. money, and so many artists and people under their contract and under their belts that they would just—they'd have this, to. This is the one that goes like, "When you wish upon a dream, that's life coming. is not just what it seems." That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Homer Simpson singing a fucking song. Um, you should yes. have your own album in the key of Disney. Beautiful. I would. I would pay for that. Mike Graham assumes what Disney songs so are. We're still, we're still on Once Upon a Dream, but this came out on yeah. the Sleeping Beauty DVD. Uh, no secrets. As a kids, you might not be interested in this 1950s movie. We got a band you like. No secrets. Doing Once Upon a Dream, and it's terrible. Who? No secrets. I mean, they're Disney artists. Yeah. Oh, good God. Now it gets worse. So not only also they, they add in like whispers of "Come on and dance." Uh huh. This is extremely bad. Like they can't sing. The production is terrible. <laughs> also, the video for this is just one of those awesome Windows Media Player like lyrics videos with hot pink and white. Uh, by the way, almost everything, everything you are going to hear is all official. Yes. All official. I had that earlier. This is the opening of Pinocchio. We'll get to that later. Uh, but that's not even the only one because they've released so many DVDs of Sleeping Beauty. That's just no secrets. Emily Osment. Did you send I, me this one? I think Cheryl? that's yeah. That's I think that's Haley Joel Osment's sister. Is it? But if you look at the the video, like she looks dead on like just, him. Um, she does. <laughs> Which yeah. is not like good for chubby and thirty five. <laughs> well, old no. Haley Joel Osment. Like not old, but Young. younger. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can only think of one use for these songs, and it's like when they're trying to force hostage situation people out of buildings. Like, I, it's, it's hard to because I know those songs are. I love the original, and I know it's old. And I know it's just updated for a new generation, but this is this was not cool. Like, like it hasn't even been ten years. No. So I like this one. I like this one more than the first. Oh, yeah, yeah. cover because. This is not as overproduced and super layered on, but also that it, it at least strives to be like something that would have been on Dawson's Creek or whatever <laughs> over there, over the credits. And that, that speaks know, like, more to my era of, of bad television. I think that really it's just like, I mean, like, first of all, I wish you guys could see my face while you yeah. I mean, most of this is just Grim and Cheryl in shock, just like, shaking Aww. their heads. Grimacing. <laughs> But I think it's it's the forcing of like modern music styles yeah. on these old songs. Yeah, it yeah, just like, makes it. It's exactly it. Yeah. It's like the movies themselves are timeless classics, right. but Disney feels the need to modernize everything yeah. surrounding them to drop people oh my back God. into them. I, I meant to get that. I just bought 101 Dalmatians on Blu-ray, 
And like, they're Was it the platinum edition? Can you please uh, stop the yeah. song while you talk? <laughs> no. <laughs> Excuse me, let's get this. No, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give me a root canal. Anything. Um, I... I got the 101 Dalmatians Blu-ray, and they're, they're partially marketing at people like me, old fans who like, this is beautifully restored, anamorphic widescreen, 5.1 surround sound, you're going to like it. And then the rest of it is for, like, if you like the Disney Channel, we have some things in the bonus features that might be, <laughs> might be appealing to you. And one of them is literally a YouTube star counting down the top ten reasons you should love 101 Dalmatians oh, on a DVD man. you've already bought. So it's a, this, this, like, screaming talking head removing all the silences completely wrong in several pieces of information See, no that's offense the thing, that's the thing that they're looking for like the entrance points for the kid and the screaming talking yeah. head YouTube personality is the gateway to a good thing I mean this is this is what they've been doing since I was a kid too in the 80s mm-hmm. on Disney uh, channel totally yeah they would re-edit cl- tons of classic footage to be like well you don't like that now you're the MTV generation let's put like I watched DTV which mm-hmm. was they, they didn't re-record songs but they got pop hits of the time or Older, like say Stevie Wonder's Superstition, and then they would just find scary moments from multiple yeah, Disney from like cartoons black and, and edited together. Like, which is it weird. was the original anime music. Video. I know we keep talking about that later time where a big pop culture media thing, and I'm flapping my arms in a weird <laughs> way, are, trying not to repeat myself. Arms. But it's like I think when when we were young in the '80s, that like uh, the the medium of television was a little younger than I imagine it is now, and there wasn't a lot of shit to go around. Uh, I didn't associate this Donald Duck. Stuff. I didn't think like this music is old timey and trumpety. I just thought there's a fucking cartoon coming yeah. on because yeah. you had a YouTube head yelling at you <laughs> <Yeah>. beforehand. <laughs> there's a I cartoon mean, I, coming I on. That, I, I should be excited. I think that was true of a lot of music. Like I didn't yeah. know what jazz was, and, yeah. but I knew that that was the music that played during Mister Rogers. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't yeah. equate that with oh, actual jazz. Yeah, until later. like I, I never associated this with an old style. It's right. just like we're gonna watch a classic cartoon. Or the we're jazz gonna watch a cartoon in like Peanuts cartoons. Right. Too. Right. Yeah, and uh, well, if we're going to go back even further for a second, so we can step forward, um, <laughs> right. because one of the first uh, Disney phenomenons uh, in a merchandise capacity, I was oh. kind of shocked to know this. All of this feels like it's in a marketing slash merchandising capacity. Dude, Disney's um, marketing department must be amazing. They, really they, they probably just probably just roll around in money. It wasn't yeah. always. If you, if you want to talk <laughs> Disney's first merchandising smash, can you guess what it is? And I will pull up my buzzer. Notes. The Mickey Mouse hat from the club. Ooh, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. Uh, movie related? Uh, it's on the big screen. Little Mermaid. Merchandise. 89? They oh. had like 16 parks at that point. Cheryl? <laughs> Grim. Merchandising sensation. Um, uh, the Nutty Professor's <laughs> lab coat. Oh, fuck. The it Nutty Professor's The Black Cauldron. It's the Black Cauldron. It is. God damn it, Cheryl. <laughs> I'm not going to... No, I'll ask me. Why, Chris? That was probably the Three Little Pigs. Of so the Three Little Pigs was what? the Three Little Pigs was um, um, a, a short cartoon, right? But a crazy phenomenon. And like, whereas there was a piece or two of Mickey merchandise, they like decided for Three Little Pigs, like we're gonna test the waters with like this new in because there's, there's like everywhere. there's like three or four sequels to that Three Little Pigs cartoon. And odds Never are you as all, popular as the first one. But. Uh, no, but in odds are you not only have you seen it before, you've heard the song. And the song is written for the car- like. The song, let's hear it real fast. Who's 
so I like, really scathing <laughs> indictment of the isolationist policy of America during the World <laughs> War II. Well, I mean, it, it was sort of about Hitler. Kind of. Um, it, it is the first instance of <laughs> whom Walt Disney loved. It is, <laughs> a, it is not only it is not only the instance the first instance of censorship in a Disney cartoon. It is a Jewish stereotype. Oh, that is oh, true. Um, there is some anti-Semitism in there yep. where the the wolf pretends to be a brush salesman to try to get in. And uh, originally had a very um, uh, had a, orthodox uh, Jewish look to yep. him. <laughs> with a special re- nose. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can find this out there. And then they exist. reanimated it with a, with a different... They literally... It's, a, it's the first censorship point. they did to their own shit. And it was over uh, anti-Semitic But if you uh, walk depictions. around Disney World or Disneyland, you will totally. hear this song. But this what song... Is this? It, like, this song, everybody... You know, even you know... Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? Don't you, Grandpa? I sang this when I was a little kid with a little it's, Filipino it is a, It's a Disney song. <laughs> I, I know the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are there it's written by Frank Churchill with lyrics by Anne Rennell, but it was it, wow the this, guy that led the UK in World War Two. Did I say Frank? Did I, <laughs> yeah. Winston um, Winston Churchill? No, according yes, according to my research, yes, Graham, that is correct. It was Winston Churchill. I, I have, did it. I made a joke. I had the. <laughs> Yay. I had the I had the cassette read along book for this too. That's I heard the song as a read along book before I ever saw the cartoon. So it predates the movies, and but like the merchandise was a big sensation. I think pushed Disney in that direction of like if we make a popular character, he's going to be represented on store shelves. Uh, so th- I'm just trying to explain that when Barbara Streisand oh, no. decides to put out an album oh, called no. the Barbara Streisand album, <laughs> which she was really way bigger than I had. I have any idea. I mean, she is a big deal. Like, she is. Who the yeah. f- Moms everywhere love. Also, uh, gay folks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, but who the fuck was she? A cover of the Three Little Pigs on your album in the 1960s? <laughs> that is Very weird. Um, choice. Yes. This they is- don't mix. Ha, ha, ha. The two little, two little pigs just winked and laughed. Ha, ha. Oh, my God. The bad wolf, the big bad wolf, who's afraid of the big bad I'm gonna, I'm gonna put myself on the line here. You're better than the original. Uh, well, that, I, well, stick now, around. So, look, I had a gay friend of mine get mad at me for when I, I prefer, I prefer Judy Garland and Liza Minnelli to Barbara Streisand, but he was a total Babs fan. And, but <laughs> she, she oversings so much, like that. Oh, yeah. you can just like comment down. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard her jingle bell. Oh, she's like, oh my jingle god! Bell, jingle bell. I have. I have like literal like shakes. My mom used to play that every Christmas, and it's the worst version of Jingle Bells ever. I know Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Oh, and man. I'm like, is she jazz scatting? Yes! Is that what she's doing? Yes, oh no, it's, it's, it's so bad. Oh, no. Well, I have something more cringy for you. Oh, um, well, well. Uh, I'm trying to remember what this is called exactly. I can probably tell you in a second. Uh, this is made in the '80s. Again, mm. I don't think Three Little Pigs stands up as uh, one of most Disney's de- one of mo- Disney's most defining works, but it was still in the '80s. Uh, and when they had this giant television program to redo Disney songs, uh, who else to do the song but LL Cool J? Oh no! What? It's really weird. Little oh, my God. Oh, dude, and the fake Keith Haring background in this video is also excellent. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there you go. Well, we heard hip-hop. Is Welcome really, to the We heard rap is really that, that is right the now. innocence. They have, they have LL Cool J out there on a stage. There's a video for this. This is from the music, the special sim, uh, Simply Mad About the Mouse. <laughs> Let I'll me say, uh, welcome to the later. soundboard, LL Cool J. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one was, did he really say one was really gay? They did not give three pigs. Number one was very gay. And he built yes. himself with hate. Wow. Well, yep. I, so I guess he was 
using the it's happy. Be happy. Yes. Yeah, they, but, but that's that's how like a that that LL Cool J the innocence outweighed LL Cool J's. I have to imagine you want me to say he was the pig was very good. There is no yeah. universe in which LL Cool J was like. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, at this point, if LL Cool J's doing this, he knows he's sold out at that point anyway, right? <laughs> when and when like, did this come out again? Uh, like, the very, very early 80s. Um, so 1990. No oh, sorry, no, it's 91. Okay, okay 91. so this yeah. is like, he was yeah. on his decline at yeah. that point. By that point, he was already getting battle-wrapped by that... Uh, Oh my, I was so close Everyone's to like, oh, so. I know things about rap. <laughs> <laughs> there's that guy who's like, LL Cool J, his heart is There's not a lot of hip-hop, but what I, I do have a ton of, if you want to explore it as much as we can in the yep. next one, because uh, I have, I, coming up next, we got uh, Let It Go and some... God, uh, oh some, God. We do, yeah, we got some Little Mermaid stuff. Uh, but I wanted to, before we went out, I wanted to show, show you some of the stuff I got from Japan. And again, oh, all geez. official. Um, oh, go for it. Quick Come question. Uh, Laser Time users, how much, uh, how many Jeep Wranglers and Kangol hats do you think LL <laughs> Cool J got with the check from the song? Please at answer least, in the comments. Least, uh, least you will three. find out when we come back what Billy Joel did for that uh, same, same album and project. Uh, and he's not even the worst cover of that particular song. I'm not selling this very well, but I want to go back to Aladdin real fast. Uh, Aladdin, 1992. Yep. Uh, songs by Alan Menken and Hans. Oh God, help me out here. Oh, the dead mind. guy. Um, uh, yeah, I have it written yeah. down, but here, here's who could forget. I'm on the job, big Someday I'm gonna not be sad hearing this. I promise. Here we go. Alan Mickett and Howard Ashman. I'm telling you, like, Emperor's New Groove is a classic. <laughs> so off of the uh, Japan-exclusive album, uh, Disney V-Rock. And do, we have any oh, death, do we have any Death Note fans in the house? Uh, your boy. Uh, I'm going to take a potato chip and eat it. Um, V-Rock as in visual rock? Uh, I don't know what it means. But they have, they have like numerous yeah, rock, like. punk, and ska-themed albums in oh. Japan. Uh, okay. He is dressed up like what it appears to be Jojo from Jojo's Bizarre yes, Adventure. Yes, but these are, this is the artist behind... Uh, this is Nightmare, the artist behind the Death Note oh, this theme. Is visu- this is visual rock. This is VK. This is... This is yeah, this, this is I used to be into this, though. I have no idea what this you're talking is, about. It's like X-Japan. Like, it's where yeah. they dress up like anime characters. The Titanic hair, they're yeah. like hair metal parodies. It's as much about how you look as it is about how you sound. Actually, it's more about how you look. Yep, that is correct. <laughs> I don't like feeling like a bully. Well, remember, remember Garugamesh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. They were originally V Rock. Oh. Yeah. Visual okay, K, so maybe. Yeah. This is off a V Rock album, <laughs> oh I'm God. guessing in a non pejorative sense. This I'm is so a Friend Like right Me now. by the band Nightmare. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that they're trying. It's like I'm listening to like a French burlesque song sung by a Japanese guy, which is something I ever thought I'd hear in my life. Oh wow, I like this. This is 100% something I would have played on Drumania or Guitar Freaks, <laughs> like in the arcade back and in the day. The, I, honestly, this show will not explore those tracks, but I, I did look at them. They're not very interesting to me. Because they, they used a lot of like just uh, new public domain tracks instead of classic Disney songs. Mm. But I know they're out there, and I just didn't search that hard. Oh but God. when we get back, uh, we will talk about, we'll talk about some Frozone, and we'll talk about some Snow White. That pretty much encompasses all of Disney, almost. Mm. Uh, but it, we'll go out with some Andrew W.K. off of oh. these Japanese albums doing the Mickey Mouse uh, Hurrah theme song. Whoa. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Oh, 
No, I just can't wait for this to be over. No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot more coming up, guys. Hope you're enjoying uh, the worst Disney song covers, a, a show I've wanted to do for a very long time, and we've had two very special guests joining us to do that. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys for going to LazerTimePodcast.com, because if you did, one of our game streams this week on YouTube.com slash Network will be related to this very subject in a jam you will hear in the next segment. I'll never tell. You're going to have to go to the website. Also on the website, man, if you didn't see it last week, one, our web- website went down, but uh, a lot of you on Facebook, uh, that's facebook.com slash show, really liked uh, Henry's article on s- these seven animated uh, grudges that played out in the actual cartoons. It's a really, really cool look at uh, painstaking efforts people went to to depict their own petty grudges in the form of uh, beloved characters. And if you didn't if you didn't read it, I encourage you to check that out. There will be a new top seven this week based on something that will be announced on a show that airs on Monday, and I'm not saying what it is so as not to get you to immediately skip past my words because it involves wrestling. Anyway, cheap podcast. There's its plug. Uh, but we also have a new episode of Cape Crisis and a new episode of Video Game Apocalypse with the triumphant return of Michael Raparez. He's fresh from Mardi Gras, I believe. Uh, he should be back. So is Elston. He will be back for some of our game streams. Is that you oh. going to chime in? Oh, Jesus hi. Christ. He's just sitting here? Yeah, I'm just hanging out. I never really leave. Jesus. Hi, buddy. Hi. Don't want to interrupt. Please continue. Uh, there's a game we're going to stream that Henry told me about that has the word fire in it. I don't remember what it is. Um, fire Pro Wrestling? No, it's not Fire Pro Wrestling. Firefighters? Tune in at 3 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday uh, to see what that is on twitch.tv slash laser time. Fire Island. What do you What do you think? How do you What do you think is going up on the site this week? You got anything to plug, Gelston? Uh, most recently, we did a VG Empire about Splatoon, which Ooh. is... People are really into it, and I'm glad uh, it's one of the rare instances of VG Empire covering a game that came out after the 21st century happened. Did you see my new living room setup? I did. So not only is that setup better than anything that's ever been in here before, we stole some furniture. Uh, I set up the Wii U in like a fancy location yeah. and had that instance of I can play Splatoon while my girlfriend watches yeah. home and garden redecorating things oh, on the great. same couch. Can I watch those shows too? Uh, well. I just don't want to watch 17 of them in a row. Uh, Extreme Homes, man, on Netflix. No. no beautiful no, footage no, no, of, of just gorgeous homes that we'll never own. This is different. It's like, well, I have a budget of $750,000. Like, I can't relate to anybody on this show. Go away. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, we were just playing Splatoon, and I was uh, remembering I really want to turn up this fucking music as loud as I can. It's great. I encourage you to listen to it on VGEmpire.com or on iTunes. We got a Paper Jam uh, episode up too there, I believe. Uh, we talked about that on Video Game Apocalypse and uh, a brand new show uh, steered by one Mister Brelston, Big Baby Brelston himself. What's it called? Uh, it's called Talking Home Improvement. It's no. a weekly oh. uh, chronological. <laughs> Uh, 302010, you can find that also on iTunes and lasertimepodcast.com slash the written out 302010, I guess? No, I don't, I don't think I've redirected the URL yet, uh, but well, we'll find out. You can Google it and you'll find it. It's exactly. a It's a week-by-week pop culture look at uh, 1986, 1996, and 2006, so uh, it's hard to know what each episode is about uh, any given week, but that's why the show is fun. It's whatever happened. I approved a comment just today based on, on the word Mr. Belvedere. Oh, man. Mr. Belvedere does teach kids about AIDS in this episode. <laughs> Somebody um, had to. Well, Wesley. What you talking about, T-cells? I will say that my last this last episode, uh, we did cover that uh, Grandpa Munster died. Mm-hmm. And it is my absolute worst improv of all time. <laughs> it is the worst. So if you want to hear my bottom of the barrel trying to improv being Grandpa Munster. Oh, I've been having a blast this week with all that stuff. 
302010 in particular. Love it a lot. Uh, we are winding down Talking Simpsons second season, so tune into that because I don't know what episode is going up. Oh, I do, actually. I think it's we're coming up on Lisa's Substitute, which I said on uh, Laser Time is my favorite Simpsons episode, and you true. will hear me stand by it. Yeah, yeah. One of some of the best performances from everybody all around. It'll, it, I, I guarantee I collected too many sounds and notes on that one. So tune in, lasertimepodcast.com. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, now back to the show. Players of Time, second segment. All aboard. Let's go. The telephone's I'm cover laughing. of Hi Ho. I'm laughing at all of it. Hi Ho, that's uh, beautiful. I, I, I legitimately love that. That's why we opened it. It, sound, it sounded like the Japanese White Stripes. Uh, no, for some reason. My, my previous joke is Panic at the Shogunate. That's what it <laughs> like. yeah. I mean, um, I've grown in the last couple of weeks. I grew a new appreciation for Snow White because mm-hmm. I forgot how how it's it was so the good. first ever, and there was never a feature length animated film. Yeah, it never was. And well, there was, but not in America. But it was called Disney's Folly. Yeah. They were just oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were predicting never... the company would fail, and whenever the, the reason why I think uh, we all make jokes about Disney, this and that, and the, the, the company. Who cares? The company is clearly looking out for its economic interest. I will but, continue to make that argument, so don't try to hand away but, but the, the, but <laughs> the guy numerous times staked his entire fortune and company and like, I'm bored doing this and I want to bring this into a different area. And Snow White was like, everybody told him no. He's like, I'm just going to sell my house. and I, I don't care. I just want to do a full movie. Well, as somebody um, who loves music, like it was a great home to... Mm-hmm. Uh, to musical theater writers yeah. and to like that's one of the most interesting things in the I think it was in the the Waking Sleeping Beauty uh, documentary mm-hmm. where they hire Howard Ashman yeah. as who is just this kind of failed Broadway composer and he comes to Disney and he says you know Disney is musicals like yes. and I'm going to teach you the history of musicals Dude, and they, ha- how, they have to be reminded of that like every 20 years yeah every 20 years someone has to come back and like they- you know you guys do musicals right and like musicals I don't think I am not entertained to see a live-action musical. I am aware that people can dance in order in front of a camera. But when you can do something I can't see in person with animation and have maybe like a, a baby tiger doing it, I'm going to be really impressed. <laughs> I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to put on my uh, snarky, Please. cynical mask. You uh, mean it wasn't on already? And I'm, yeah. I'm going to say that uh, it's you guys, what you're saying right now sounds like... Uh, the Coca-Cola Corporation brought Coca-Cola to other countries because they just wanted them to experience the great taste of Coca-Cola. <laughs> so, share okay. a smile, guys. Share a smile. <laughs> Grim, I agree share with a you. smile. I agree with you that it's an evil corporation like all are, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I would say that compared to, say, 
20th Century Fox or News Corp or whatever. Dude, or fucking Apple. Like, Apple operating with the guy who started it is is will commit just as much evil, probably in an accelerated path. I would think um, at least Disney gets is more on the artist side than other totally. corporations. Like not Coca Cola is just so good. It's so good. When I what, drink are you this gonna argue with me that it's not good? The world drinks it, man. Are you, are you to disagree with a billion people? Well I, I do I do like Snow White. I but I I also like it as in like it's from the, it's from like nineteen thirty seven. I love the idea that I'm watching something from nineteen thirty seven that doesn't feel that old outside of what? Snow White's haircut. Holy shit is that th- that's the only thing that dates that film. Um but uh, this is from we were listening to Hi Ho Hi Ho was a song uh, from Snow White 1937 Frank Churchill again with lyrics by Larry Morey uh, who could forget Hi Ho uh, apparently no one it's classic Hi-ho, Hi-ho, this is dope this is still, it's still I love fun this song. the gremlins Hi-ho, love it too yeah. when I was raking leaves or doing like uh, <laughs> allowance work I would sing this to myself <laughs> so you would you did know this song back did. Grim was a real was child fun. everyone he was not born a 30-year-old hipster. This is not what happened. So this is Hi-Ho, obviously, uh, and th- this has been covered the most uh, and by some weird people. Grim, I don't want you to spoil it for yourself because you got some, we got some, we're gonna, Cheryl, we're going to get into some uh, real nasty punk rock, but this is oh, kind of the music uh, little, little teenage Chris was raised on. The Vandals Whoa. Uh, doing Hi-Ho. Hi-Ho. <laughs> got the sample on there. This is literally every pop punk cover of yep. every song yep, they yep, ever yep, covered. Yep, yep, yep. 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 You, you, play, you play it four what's times your, as fast, and you've got. Da, 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 dude, I was literally in a punk rock band for a second, and that was the. Yeah. Dude, what do we do? We practiced this song like six times. Yep. We just play it three times as fast, yep. and, and we did. Yep. It, it, it went sure over this great. Isn't no use for a name, dude. Uh, that all. It could be any Fat Records the, band. Uh, <laughs> no, I believe that that's um, not Fat Records. No, I heard. Well, yeah. In in the post Blink One Eighty Two. No, Fat Records. Is the, like, uh, on the covers was something they released on occasion. Uh, Fat Mike would produce. Uh, oh, um, the, me first in the gimme gimme. Yeah, me first. Yeah, that whole band that was the cover yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Which that was, was a little fun. better though because it wasn't all just four times. Like, my SoCal accent. Boogers, snot, and cool skateboard skating, eating fried chicken, and drinking beers. I got to show Cheryl my Vans with Jungle Book on. I had a roommate who was really into into pop punk for a while. No, no, Cheryl, this is we're white. So every one of us <laughs> was sent you I don't yeah. know what reason you sent me Blink 182's "Damn It" video because you were saying something that I thought sounded very like. Of course, you're doing this now because you're getting older. Oh, <laughs> and okay. it made me think. I just didn't want to oh, say to you. I guess this, I guess is, this is growing up. Yeah, I was about this topic. There's a there's a comedian I like named Howard Kramer who talked about that genre of music should be called like. <laughs> that's all it's like it's, it's all it's all about the girl who who didn't talk to you and the yep. friend who stopped hanging out with you yeah, yeah screw it's, them man um, there was a really good tweet someone posted the other day was oh. first wave ska was uh, against racism oh, yeah. second wave ska was including everybody in like your culture and third wave ska was my dad gave me a bad car oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm closing with Scott. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm closing with Scott. But here, if, here's another weird, weird cover of uh, T- Hi-Ho by one Mr. Tom Waits. Whoa. You can barely tell it's a cover. But because he doesn't, he doesn't do a lot of the Hi-Hos. 
was. There it was. There you go. <laughs> this is actually the best thing we've listened to all night. Like, no, no this is great. That's a, that's, that's a decent cover. I like covers where they change what Totally. And that's, and that's why like, I hate those pop covers. They're fucking, they're so by the numbers. Quick aside. So, you know Aphex Twin, right? The, sure. Yeah. He uh, did an album called 26 Mixes for Cash, which was all remixes. Mm-hmm. And he did a remix of a Nine Inch Nails song on that album. And notoriously, like, Nine Inch Nails was titanic at the time. Like, they were on one of the biggest record labels, and, like, the dudes representing Nine Inch Nails approached him, and they're like, hey, do you want a remix of Nine Inch Nails? He's like, I fucking hate Nine Inch Nails. Sure, I'll take your money and do a remix. <laughs> and he literally picked up a random tape of something he had recorded years ago and handed it to them, and they were like, okay, and it's on the album, and they paid him for it. Wow. And it's so good. Right, if I may, I want to suck the millennials right back into this, this podcast. All right, we've been Please tell me it's more, more EDM. Heavy hitters. <laughs> I mean, we talk about musical. Mm. Yeah. This yes. was the return of the return of the musical yeah. for Disney. 2013, Frozen, baby. We're all mentally singing too. Oh no, Chris is actually singing. <laughs> You'll never see me. I wish you could see Grim's face right now. <laughs> We're just waiting for the bass to drop. Lift the snow. Where is it? Hey, uh, cool story, Chris. Anyway, never seen this. Um, I'll, my secret shame is that you I love this movie. Finished? No, this it's even worse than that. Oh, I finished the movie Frozen uh, for the first time last year. Whoa! Uh, I get to this song and this sequence because I, I got the song, the sequence from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I get to the sequence and I cry and I rewind it over and over again and <laughs> yeah. I, never, I, I like there's a twist in the film. Uh, I love is an open door. Thought it was all good. I thought that guy was great. I thought he was awesome. <laughs> never saw the end of it. I would just I would like rewind it over it and over Grimm. again. You're spoiling it. I for mean, <laughs> oh man, no, I'm so mad. Spoiler uh, alert. I, huh. that, that soundtrack is you know that let, let it go is so leagues ahead of everything else. It, it's, totally. a, it's a song beyond the movie. Like if yeah. that that. It it's really good. It can be, and it can be attributed to any group that's feeling like any person or group or thing that's feeling like ostracized or or I mean, actually I actually had this movie mansplained to me last week because I was like I don't know what this is about and it's just where's the snowman? Dude, it's fucking, What's it's, the snowman do? Why well, is it the way he... they advertised it was so different? They're like, there's no princesses in this, even though it's a double princess movie. <laughs> yeah. There's two princesses. Not just there are two one. princesses. But, but they advertised one, two like, princesses. <clears throat> but I control myself. And and back to it being a musical, that's sung by Dina Menzel, who is a major force in Broadway, like right. mega force. I believe she originated the role of uh, I pronounce it like John Travolta. Uh, uh, Aboom? Wicked. Uh, but I keep it as, uh... <laughs> she was in Wicked. Uh, she was... Uh, I was trying to remember Elf- the name. Alphaba. I, yeah, I felt... Yeah, thank you. Alphaba. Yeah. In Wicked. <laughs> in Wicked. Um, but... And basically, the Let It Go is, is a rip off of one of the Wicked songs. Like is they, it? They, 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 they patterned it very similarly. Because they wrote it, they wrote yeah. it for her mm-hmm. and her range. Hmm. Ah. Is, it, is it about the shoes? I can't remember okay, anymore. Okay. Oh, I haven't okay. seen Wicked yet. I'm sorry. I don't know what I don't know it's what that's good. about. But I have heard the Last Sleepless Cities cover of Let It Go, which mm. is great. All I listen to in 1997. Everybody's face is flummoxed right now. Look, this guy's like 17. Stop it, you're adults. What's 
subgrinning. So, I consider myself still like, oh, okay, I get why, you know, younger people like different things. That's fine. I have literally no qualms whatsoever. But someone posted a thing the other day where it was like, what the front page of Twitter looks like when you're not logged in. So, it just shows you whatever the highest, like, SEO traffic shit is. And these bands, these, like, god-awful, like, totally. borderline emo pop-punk bands mm-hmm. that were, like, sort of popular when I was in my late teens, are still... A teenage girl's most favorite thing, where mm-hmm. it's a dipshit white kid with like aqua hair, like Dude. shabby looking, singing the worst shit ever. They're the, like, they're the still new, the biggest. There's a the new poison, the new warrants. It's yeah. not, but it's not but new. It's like twenty fucking years old yeah. now. If you said this was from 2006. I'd be like, yeah, totally. Yeah. It, 2006. And, 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 and it's, it's Henry. It's impossible. It is impossible. <laughs> that's from 2006. No, I thought I know, the same thing. I thought the same thing. Sounds like it. No, I'm saying like it just. let me let me say. How did they even have time to do that in the last two years and release it? Frozen. Let it go in a hole is the world's most obvious. It's okay to come out as gay parable, right? Like sure. that's that's kind of the thing. It's well, not what I'm doing here. Great fifteen-year-old white boys singing. I wanted it. to like, announce no. this myself, but if you're, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I was wondering, time exclusive. <laughs> I was wondering if they were going to regender the song too. Like, yes, it, in general, in covers, that's one of my most hated things. Of like yeah. when they have to say change the gender they're right. singing, and I'm like. This we know this is a cover. Like it's not your song anyway. Yeah. So if they said she or he in it, it's ridiculous. Just do it. You, your you way. can't sing this. You're singing a song about a person who, like, the person is still singing this yeah. song, not you. Uh, and maybe yeah. we should tell that to Old Man Rascal Flats. Oh God. Thank you, Cheryl. I, I'm, uh, sorry. From, I'm sorry. Uh, again. When we love I'm sorry. I apologize again. <laughs> uh, with Lucy Hale featuring Rascal Flats. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Better with a man singing it. It does. Strong man. Never strong, strong straight yeah, yeah. man. Never connected before. <laughs> now get her out of here. But this is terrible on like plenty of other levels. But it lacks the energy. Oh, right, This is actually better than the last like I get it, but it's, well, it's, it's still last isn't like, really I mean, saying much. No, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like I'd rather eat this piece of shit than this piece of shit. I feel like somebody's like I'm watching what's coming out on HBO in September. Like no, I mean, I can't say they're singing in harmony, but they've been mixed in a way that admittedly it sounds like it. sound like they're singing in harmony. This sounds like music you would hear like while you're waiting for a movie exactly. to start. This oh, is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. This is Thank great. you for showing up 45 minutes early to watch the commercials <laughs> yeah, for New Orleans don't, NCIS. But you don't have to, yeah, see, I miss those days of having... I miss those, I worked at an AMC theater from like 2002 to 2004, and I miss just having AMC radio. Instead, you don't even hear like just the radio and just music and then some ads in between. You just get to your uh, you get to your place and then you just watch 30 minutes of commercial like that. I miss the old days of commercials being nicer. That's all. <laughs> uh, though, all right, old man Henry, the, the, calm down. The, the previous version of Let It Go. That also had one of my least favorite things ever, where they, when they get to the cold, never bother me anyway. That's one of the things that makes it sound like it was recorded through a phone, and it's just like, ugh, I, I hate that, that oh. effect. <laughs> um, maybe I've drank too much cider. Yeah, have some more cider, Henry. <laughs> um, here's, here is, to me, um, it's not my favorite Disney movie. This is my favorite Disney movie for the music, mm. uh, and that would be The Jungle Book. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town, and be just like the other men. 
I'm tired of walking around. Sherman Brothers versus the Dreams of the Sherman Brothers. Well, this singer is Louis Prima. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. I cried during this movie when I was a kid. I love this movie. I, I'm cried. dreading this the remake. Have I shown you my shoes? <laughs> you got me caught in a tailspin. Tailspin. What? Tailspin. This is all Louis Prima. Fucking great. Fucking great. Never so, seen this movie. Respect for Louis. Uh, yep. Really? Yep. How did that happen? I had no interest in it as a child. You was like You're not allowed to have <laughs> interest in shop via those. You're just forced to Also, I think Disney face. movies are too expensive. Grim My was reading Kafka never bought at VHS 12. or anything. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they, they were, that was the distinction. They were home videos. Like a video of RoboCop would cost you $300. We didn't have any home videos. It was like you watch what was on TV. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what you probably also didn't have then? It probably didn't have the Jungle Book CD-ROM uh, oh, featuring no. an exclusive track from uh, Lou Bega of Mamba Number no. 5 fame. Oh. This is Mambo number two hundred and thirty-seven. This is so bad. <laughs> and the, the bit, Grim seeing the video of the CG, the like two thousand two CG of Mowgli and uh, King Louie and Baloo. If you own Lubega's CD, uh, please post in the comments and give us a track-by-track review of everything that's not Mambo number 5. Um, I will PayPal you a dollar. I just want to know, what, what's Mambo 1 through 4? It gets worse. Don't look for me. It's always good when they're scratching. Now I'm the king of the swingers. Oh. Now this is the story. Well. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> we, um... Watched the speed run the other week that was, uh, I think, Tony Hawk's Underground 2, where they played as Shrek, who's an unlockable character in the game. When you play as Shrek, the only song that plays is All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh my god, Uh, So So this is Smash Mouth. Yes, yes. Oh Oh, no. Oh, this got much worse. I hate Shrek for a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. I love Shrek. I hate it for a lot of reasons, and part of it is because working in a video store at the very end, they had the I'm a Believer. So so I saw that 1,000 You're like an onion. What? I'm quoting This is a song off the album Disney Mania, and then Shrek was a giant hit. And had a Smash Mouth song covering a classic song, I'm a believer. And then Disney started, like, before the Pixar changeover came in, and they, uh, John Lasseter shut down the home video division that was making stupid sequels to old Disney movies. Uh, Jungle Book 2 came to theaters, and they're like, well, let's put that... Shrek was a big hit. Let's put that Smash Mouth song in the oh. credits. So this made it into the movie. Uh. Uh, so... I'll give Lou Pega at least like he could say, oh, he he probably has a lot of respect for Louis Prima, so getting to sing Louis Prima. How did you reach that conclusion? (laughs) They're both the same color. They're both, their names will start with L. I I would would bet hard money if you're like, hey, Lou Pega, sorry to interrupt you at the the homeless shelter, but who's Lou Prima? So look, I could. I'm just assuming this because Louis Prima was a kind of a pioneer in his genre of yeah. music that Lou Bega would 
would co-opt and do horrible things to. <laughs> Meanwhile, Smash Mouth is just like, they're, they don't feel anything. Well, Everything's meaningless to them. <laughs> well, the they stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. I love that oh, video. Uh, yeah, the acapella versions of Smash Mouth songs are definitely well, worth your time if you've never heard what? them. What? I mean... Yeah, I, I don't sing. I talk like this. I feel awful for <laughs> the I lead... I sound like Ned from South Park. <laughs> I feel awful for the lead, lead singer that he lost his son. That's horrible, but it's just like... Well, to bring it... make the song. Wow, thanks. To bring it back. Jesus. To bring it down. To bring it to pop punk. Fuck... Jungle Book has the best music, period. I mean, uh, Bill Harris, man. One of the only guys to reprise like, this character in like, three Disney movies. He's Baloo, he's, he's Little John, he's in the Aristocats. It sounds like a song that was sold in the 78 to cheer up people in the I Dust Bowl. Be where I was like, ah, yes, the only reason they had to continue living. Ah, uh, they got mud lung. The voice artist, too. you look under the rocks and plants and Take a glance at the fancy ants, then maybe try a few. You eat ants? You better believe it, kid. <laughs> you better believe it. Oh, I love that it. guy's just so natural. Oh, I, I love Phil it. Harris. Well, and he 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 even does scatting on "I Want to Be Like yeah. You" with Louis yeah. Primo. You know, and you know, who I hate bowling for soup. Oh no! Wait, what? Wherever I want. <laughs> There's a great article by a linguist uh, looking at the Soul Cow Punk accent. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? That sounds interesting. Because we're yeah. doing it in Florida, dude, like trying to mimic these guys in bands. Well, like we live in California. I mean, like growing up here, like no one's talking. Dude, there's like a really distinct accent right over in Berkeley. It's disgusting. <laughs> there is absolutely a SoCal accent. I don't... Okay. And <laughs> White people. Fuck this, fuck this song forever. <laughs> like, we gotta bring White in... people have done the worst on this thing. I don't play near enough Japanese stuff. Um, Tell me there's more Visual K. Oh my god, um, please, visual please, please. K. This might be on the Visual K album. I got them all a little confused. Um, one hard. of my... Uh, I love a lot of Disney movies. I mm-hmm. consider them great for many reasons. Really? Right. I think one I think one is the funniest. The funniest Disney film to me. The, funniest the computer wore sneaker shoes. Uh, that's the computer wore tennis shoes. Thank you for noticing my lobby card in the war. <laughs> Kurt Russell, one of his first movies. You mean the movies. Emperor's New Groove? No, before oh, I was you. born. Before I was Black born. Cauldron. It's a Black Cauldron. Uh, God damn it! No, it's not the Black Cauldron. They kill like several lead. Characters. I know that's why it's so. By the way, did you know? In did you, no, did what you, a transition! Now, did you know in the Jungle Book they originally were going to have the Beatles in it too? Were they? So oh, they, they were going to be the Vultures. Yeah, uh-huh. they, they, they we still all live like, in a yellow banana. <laughs> yellow <laughs> banana. Yeah, look, you're in time. Okay, but you're funny. A different you're, you're, thing is funny from before you were um, born. Let me take one more guess. Is it 101 Dalmatians? No, I mean, no, it's this. The funniest in the world. It's known now as cute and like a merchandising phenomenon. Like, the many adventures of Wayne the Pooh, all those shorts are fucking hysterical. They're all great. They're really good. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, Grim, but I'm telling you, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh is fucking funny. Winnie the Pooh is really about people struggling with emotional and psychological. Yeah, like there's the only thing I want to do when I saw Eeyore come on stage and basically like put a fucking magnum in his like mouth, like uh, what's his face from Lethal Weapon? That's take a shotgun to my hand. 
get it with, I still describe people as Maybe Eeyores. I'll grow a toe. Yeah. But we have asparagus <laughs> from Japan. Asparagus. Uh, on the al- from the album Mosh Pit on Disney, officially released. <laughs> I kind of like this, actually. This is actually kind of fun. Like All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm behind this. I like that was good, like lo-fi recorded, and Disney yeah. was like, eh, whatever. And fine. they didn't try to sing like all the lyrics phonetically. Good. Winnie the Pooh. Who gives a shit? You got that <laughs> as my check. Yeah. The Sherman Brothers coming up again. Anybody? Saw, what was that Mary Poppins movie that came out recently? Uh, Mr. Business. No. Oh my God! Saving Mr. Banks. Oh yes. Uh, so you saw the Sherman Brothers? They were played by uh, 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 B.J. B. Novak, Novak and the... Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Uh, Super Kelly. Eat- Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Uh, one of my first crushes. Even though the gorgeous, sound of it is lady. something quite atrocious, if you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I fucking love this song. It's good. But I still think it's, uh, that song's not quite as good as uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Dude, that's that movie's fucking great. If you want to talk that's about it, that's a different movie. <laughs> yeah. That one sounds um, Angela Lansbury. But Oi Skull Mates uh, from oh, Japan. No. <laughs> um, let's see what they. They're, they're t- oh no! Ah yes! Everyone get your skate on. Oh man, somebody just stepped on my checkered vans. Oh. I spilled a light beer on my Asian Man Records hoodie. Can you right. imagine just trying to like help them say that and then sing it? Like, I, I, like, like that, that, that word is hard this, to say at, in English. At like, this point, yes. I can't imagine asking them to do more than one take because it looks like no one else did. Um, <laughs> This is this. This I find offensive, but I wanted to make sure it was representative. We're going to try and blow through a couple pretty you're only, quickly. You're, you're only playing it because you have an Asian person. On uh, no, no, show, no. Right? This is not an Asian person, but it's someone you'll like. Oh, I know boy. you okay, like. Okay, here we go. Um, here he is. You ready, Cheryl? No, someone you I'm love. Ne- I'm never ready. Phil Collins. I like Phil Collins. <laughs> this is the worst Disney theme ever made. My heart. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell monkey. <laughs> Wait, what movie was this? Star Star Zan. Zan. It's a Starzan. Oh, 1999 Starzan. Hey, Chris, give me, give, give me the bell. Give me the bell. Hey. But some? Did you like get tempted in that movie by a teenage blowjob or something? Well, oh, no, I was uh, very much in the early Genesis before <laughs> Phil Collins. Hey, man, soft rock forever. No, you are not the demographic they tried to get. We got to get the Genesis fans. Mike Grammy's like sixteen. <laughs> yeah, I would, he's ready. Soft rock forever. Dude. I would argue that Tar- Tarzan is an underrated. No, totally, uh, totally Disney film. Not just because of all the the cool skating moves that Tarzan does. It's really fun. Trees, I like I like their take on that. Yeah, it's amazingly animated, honestly. And and the Phil Collins songs also get shit from the South Park guys for beating them by being that song like, is terrible. It's not great. It is awful. No. It is the worst. Son of I think Son of Man's better. Son, Son of Man is the best. I think also George or Jungle. No, not Jungle of the Jungle. George of the Jungle mm-hmm. uh, convinced me to believe that uh, Tarzan from the Tarzan movie was styled after Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, no, that I. I'll, yeah, I can I'll, believe that. I'll sign, I'll he, sign he looks that. like a senior yeah. man before he cut his hair. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But Cheryl, what if I told you oh, from the album Disney Mania? This better be Yacht Rock. Uh, this is not. I do. I have a little of that. Oh, oh yes. God. I can go into that. Yes. Uh, what about a little man? Uh, not a little man. Canadian man. Usher. Oh, oh God. Usher. Just... 
I fucking hate this. I hate this original song. I hate this cover. R&B beat. Like, we're we're going to play an R&B song. R&B button. With the keyboard. So wait, is this the, was this the, like, the radio-friendly version that they put out? I, there's, there's an entire line of albums called Disney Mania, which is all popular artists, usually on the Disney label, covering Disney songs. So it's like the kids' bop version of Disney. Uh, because, yeah, like, kinda. you know, like, when they when they released movies before, it was like they had the, the in-movie version, and they had, like, sure. a, the pop version. Yeah, totally. Version. Yeah. So this was, Cicely, this was separate. Oh, you're right. I'm pretty sure this is separate. Okay. Cicely Tyson. I don't think they were... They weren't doing that in 1999. Because, okay. like, if you remember Tarzan, they were, like, they... Literally got the mandate from Pixar that like musicals don't play, so that none of the characters in the movie sing those Phil Collins songs. Right. They're sung over montages. Mm-hmm. That's the first Disney movie to do that up until oh. uh, for like, they didn't go back it to musicals. It is a super violent totally. uh, Tarzan too. Like mm-hmm. eight, three people die in the beginning. Tarzan of as well. Don't confuse people. Well, <laughs> in Tarzan, no, like his parents die, and then a baby gorilla dies, like just murdered by right, a jaguar, right. and then that jaguar dies. <laughs> The man is hung on camera for yeah. all the children. Wow. One of the most grisly yeah. Disney villain deaths there yeah. ever was. He accidentally hangs himself, and you can just see like his lifeless bodily oh, body God. dangling from a tree as it's, his neck is yanked. Yep. Um, but Give it a watch, guys. My favorite Disney movie uh-huh. ever. Oh, boy. Look uh, at my face, and you know why I relate to oh, it. Oh, I know. Pinocchio. It is Pinocchio. Know, yeah. Got that big-ass <laughs> nose, baby. That was now, I've good. heard you say in the past that you're Yeah, dude. Well, it, well, it's also like it's a different movie every five seconds, and yes. it goes to like 16 different places, it and it's awesome. It is all over the place. It's it great. Really I love Pinocchio. So uh, was the whale scene about drugs? What? No, why? Because <laughs> he, he, was, he was breathing underwater? Yeah, I mean, I always thought there was like some kind of sort of psychedelic thing going on with you, him. You're remembering the Kingdom Hearts level, <laughs> which which literally the inside of the whale looked like the laugh-in set. There's okay. like fucking... There's, there's, <laughs> all right, all right. There. Fine. Um, but this is When You Wish Upon a Star. Let me hear it, Jiminy. If your heart is in your dream, no request is too Back before this was the theme song of the entire company. I don't know. I no, really I like the sequence. It. It's song in the. I got some goosebumps here. Totally in this part when like the chorus comes in. They were just trying to make a movie. They weren't trying to make a theme song. Right. It reminds me of like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Your other ones would just have like, and now the chorus. And I also like how Jiminy sings it too. That it's such a very. Like warbly early forties male singer. It sounds like it's like a wax cylinder recording. Yeah. You guys are gonna hate these. Um, this is I've Billy Joel. Oh no! And Grim can see the video right now, but it is this video is actually excellent. The same LL Cool J album. Uh, what is it? Simply Crazy About the Mouse or something like that. Simply Mad About the Mouse from 1991. It gets worse. Um, and Grim, I need you to stop looking at my screen. Billy Joel is garbage. I, I, how dare you? <laughs> okay, Billy Joel after 1985 is gone. Um, well, I think I think I hate this more. Um, I American Hi-Fi. Oh no! More pop punk. Yep. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is total bullshit. You're not even what do you think the minimum is that artists get paid for these? Thirty thousand dollars. Twenty. Twenty thousand dollars. And then like free, and then like free admittance. 
to like Disneyland for <laughs> yeah. like lifetime. Depending on your agent. Yeah. In album sales, they probably make get some of that. I was given a number once to a free trip to Disneyland. And like, I'm like, yeah, just call this number. I'm like, what number? 1-800-5-DISNEY. I'm like, that's not a fucking number I can call. And like, just, and like I said my name. And like, we got you, Chris. Like, it's just that easy to get, like, for Disney to dole so out free tickets. I'm, I'm going to call it. Uh, you can, <laughs> well, your name's got to be on that list. You can oh. still get free tickets as a journalist. But without looking, oh, I boy. want you to guess who this artist is covering When You Wish Upon a Star. I just ordered. No. Oh. It's not Pop Punk, Cheryl. Grim knows it. Hank and Cheryl have to guess. Ridiculous. Tony Bennett. <laughs> yep. He normally does a little is. more glam rocky. Imagine a man who got punched in the nose and he's got a lot of blood on his nose. See, oh. pop. No. No, no, no. He likes. Not, he, he likes to party. He's not good. And he likes to party oh, hard. Huh? No. Shit, I was wrong. It's so much worse. Uh, I don't know. Is um, he a reality show? He was on a reality show. Oh, it's a... But... I don't remember his name. He's the wor- <laughs> He's one of the worst people in the world. Uh, Martin Scurrilli? No. Well, like, that's Putin. technically correct. <laughs> Donald Putin's Trump? Uh, A&E Network? Uh, sells his band. Oh shit, Gene Simmons? It is Gene Simmons. Doing a cover of of When You Wish Upon a Star in one of his fucking solo albums. I would actually say he's worse than Donald Trump. Yeah, he's one of the worst people in the universe. And just to prove that, he's letting a bunch of other people sing the song that uh, is right during the course. Just studio musicians. Uh, It's also just crazy with Kiss that, like, the... The bassist gets to own the band, like the bassist of all people. Like, he owns every part of it. It's, oh, fuck. Did I not do He Sorry, was always I, a businessman, though, is the thing. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But there's no reason to sell caskets. I mean, boomers are still idiots. They're, they're eventually going to be like wants our. To be they're going to be grandparents who are susceptible to boiler room, like, telemarketing calls. We have to protect them from people I just like don't Gene even Simmons. know who, like, likes Kiss music and would say, oh, this song is my favorite thing. They've just been so merchandised. Like,. You don't think of them as people who make music. You think of them as toys. Like mm-hmm. There's one toys. thing that would be great. It would be for my father or mother to die and take a loan out <laughs> on a casket for a kiss casket <laughs> and then pass that bill on to me once they How die. How much of a giant grave fuck you would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Truly the finest. Okay, I have to, we have to move in for the close. Okay. And uh, I got a couple more to play. Okay. Just a couple. Um, this is one of the only good memories people have of a certain Disney production from the mid-50s. Black Cauldron. Now that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of the city. Would this be a song from the South? Song of the South. Song of the South. Great song. This is a great song. Great song. Uh, Great song. And, And... I, I don't want to be the person who's like says Song of the South is not racist. You're free, like it, of course it gives you terrible feelings when you watch it now. But like we're yelling at the Academy Awards for not nominating any people of color this year, and this year they he James Basket won the Oscar for performing this song. Got an honorary Oscar. They just had to make one up for him. Yeah, like I always argue that like he's one of the first black. Please, nobody yell at me for that. I enjoy I, like Song of the South is a very boring movie, except for the anime sequences this one in particular is gorgeous and it is probably it's a technical is, achievement it's in great the, the, in its time it wasn't it wasn't progressive in that the in the nc uh sorry the nc a NCAA. No, no. NCAA. National Colored People. NCAA. 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 NC
boy howdy. <laughs> the NAACP the brown protested. Here, folks, the, brown thanks, thanks, <laughs> the NAACP, uh, they picketed this movie when it came out. So yes. it's not to say, like, oh, it was progressive at its time. But no, they, they, but then Walt Disney hired members yeah. of them to come in and supervise the project to make sure they were doing something that was slightly and sensitive. Also, you could Sorry, say that the you could say that the real racists of the time just wouldn't hire black people at all. So how do you how do you feel about the idea? Uh, fine, no more black people get to sing this. Just Miley Cyrus. Oh no! Just Miley Cyrus from here. This is not terrible, actually. But it's Miley Cyrus. I, I don't hate Miley Cyrus. Like we did Bad Beatles covers, and I did not hate her. Uh, strawberry Hills. Yeah. Lucy, this guy. You got to pick your hills, Chris. Pick uh, your battles. Yeah, I'm picking all the wrong ones in the Zippity Doodah segment. <laughs> I will say that was all leading into this is literally the worst cover of the entire the entire show. Okay. Uh, Steve Miller of Steve Miller Band fame Whoa. decided mm-hmm. to record a solo album, even though he named his band after himself, uh, <laughs> and performed this fucking song in like night on the Born to Blue album. This is Yacht In the Rocky. mid-80s. It's kind of Yacht Rocky. <laughs> it's very Yacht Rocky. And, <laughs> like, seriously, fuck this dude. This is this is terrible. I can just see, like, the, the ocean waves going. Oh, yeah. His and open shirt on his yeah. Malibu deck. It's <laughs> yes, exactly. time for the radio DJ to... My Dixie Cup logo floating <laughs> across the... Oh, dear. Oh. Oh, dear. Am I at the dentist? Just because, like, I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe the elevator. <laughs> oh. This is such fast. Oh, I'm, I'm on hold with Comcast right now. <laughs> That's what this is. Just speed it up, Steve Miller. Come on. <laughs> we appreciate what your a, business. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. Well, that <laughs> echoey zippity A. What did you say earlier? Like a, my comment earlier was that... um. This is a song you pour a glass of wine, you uh, eat your wife's, uh, wife's ass, and then you uh, listen to a public domain song. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Try not to spill it on your cream white suit. Oh, wow. <laughs> this shit is like, seriously though, when would you ever in your life listen to this? Like, like if I was like shit-faced and it was closing time at like a Margaritaville, like maybe. Like, no, oh, when yeah. you hear this, you'd be like, I ought to head home, I'll get a can. <laughs> <laughs> a little too late here. Okay. All right. Gonna... You know what the thing is? I like to imagine being in the recording studio when these things are happening, and there's like some guy at the boards going, "Yeah, this is no, no, great. dude, you're laying down hot, <laughs> yeah, gold right now." A little bit more feeling. Yeah. You should be. I, I hit that one slider on the right <laughs> all the way up. That means Steve, it's good. Steve, you never needed to pay a drummer or a bassist. Like, this is great. <laughs> you don't need those guys at all. Oh god! Echoing wonderful day, man. I'd say right. this is a. Well, that is my least favorite. That's the, the only original. reason I had to sneak it in before our close song, because uh, this has been Laser Time. Thank you very much. We do this every uh, oh, Monday. LaserTimePodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes. Tell a friend we love you. Uh, we do other shows and do other articles at LaserTimePodcast.com. You like Talking Simpsons, the chronological exploration of every episode of The Simpsons. And we've gotten up to episode 17 of the second season. You can listen along to that. Same with 30, 20, 10, an exploration of every... Uh, an explanation of what happened in pop culture 30 years ago, 20 Sorry, years ago. I just didn't play my Marilyn Manson, this is Halloween. Oh, 10 years ago. I never heard this. I was at Folsom Street Boundary. And they like, we got a hacked Xbox. We're playing all these songs that don't even exist in the rock band network. 
the corn in Marilyn Manson Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, dude, how could you be that cliche to like that shit? That was like ten years, ten years ago. Uh, well, like they were twenty-seven. I had to get that one out. This is Halloween. Fuck that. He also had his own brand of absinthe. If you were wondering how stereotypically edgy that was. Uh, we also had thirty twenty ten. Did we, did we yeah, mention that? Cheryl did send me some stuff on that. You've heard that. You think that's okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> question mark. Talk the box coat right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking Simpsons. Grim had a lot of criticism about it. That too. Uh, the Cap yeah. Crisis, the comic book podcast. Also, if you like pro wrestling, we have a pro wrestling podcast. Cheap. Popcast and a video game podcast, Vigi Game Apocalypse, and video game music podcast, VG Empire. And that's all sponsored via patreon.com slash laser time, where we offer a ton of great extras like an extra bonus podcast, mm-hmm. Monday night movies, live commentaries to video uh, to, to pro wrestling stuff. So many fun where things. We, where we talked about the Venture Brothers last week, and I'm saying that because if you stuck around the credits like the Venture Brothers, like we just did, mm-hmm. this is the actual worst song. Because I have a deep affection for this jam. Uh, very deep. Um, this is... Let's see if you guys feel the same way. Oh. <laughs> you know this, Cheryl? No. <laughs> I do. <gasps> the mainstream no. electrical parade music. And Grim, I want to see if this connects with you for any other reason. Because you... It, I, I saw it at Disney World in the 80s. I like seeing it. Um, it's the Electrical Light Parade. Uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade. But, Grim, anything in this? Um, I don't know, Yellow Magic Orchestra? For, <laughs> for some reason, I went to like a bunch of uh, free summer camps at like public parks, and like ice cream men would show up, and this is what you'd get the Doppler effect of them rounding three oh, blocks. And oh, yeah. So for me, this is like, goosebumps right now, because like everybody's dropping what they're doing and running into the parking lot ice to get ice cream. Um, so, I never, I didn't hear this until I went to Disney World. So of course, of course, Real Big Fish is oh, here to, no. is here to ruin everything for us. Real Big oh, Fish no. covered this song specifically, I think, just to annoy me from the album <laughs> "Dive Into Disney," Japan only. Of course, uh, it annoys the shit out of me. Well, they hit the uh, vocoder. <laughs> There's no lyrics in this song. Get up, get up. So this is just enraging, and I would just like to plug lasertimepodcast.com, and thank you so much for joining us. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. This is terrible.